From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade. Starring Maya Hawk as 26-year-old lead attorney, Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee, William H. Macy as Supreme Court Justice, Harry Blackman. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. Listen to the podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. How powerful is Cox Internet? So powerful that one day, your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players right from your backyard. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions apply. Wrestling DeLorean Podcast. I'm your host, Mike De Niro. Today we have a super stacked show for you because we're talking all about the unification match between RK Bro and the Usos. That and the rest of SmackDown. We're also going back in time and talking about the night after WrestleMania, Monday Night Raw from March 24th, 1997. It was a hell of a show that set the table for the Attitude Era to come. A lot to talk about. But before I get into all that, I got to thank all my fans from all over the world. Thank you for riding with the Wrestling DeLorean podcast and always showing your support. Without you, there is no me. I'm talking about from my fans from Mexico, Canada, the United States, Ireland, Germany, Australia, India. The list goes on and on and on. Thank you for riding with the Wrestling DeLorean podcast. I got a couple big appearances coming up. So make sure you check me out on Circle of Debate this Thursday. We're doing the AEW Double or Nothing Prediction Show. Also, check me out on Off the Top Ropes WrestleNary. It is the winner circle, and your boys coming for the crown. So tune into that also on Thursday at 8:30 Eastern. Ladies and gentlemen, if you don't already, follow me on Instagram at Wrestling Delorean Pod. Follow on TikTok at Wrestling Delorean Pod. Follow on Twitter at W underscore Delorean Pod. And make sure you follow the Twitch. The Twitch streams be mad lit. I got a lot of cool shit coming really soon to Twitch. But every Wednesday, we do a live AEW watch party. So we're going to be doing that tomorrow for the Go Home Show before Double or Nothing. You don't want to miss out on that. Make sure you tune into Twitch. Follow the movement. Follow everything that the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast is on. Cop the merchandise at 3 That rhymes. I'm a rapper. See, I'm a poet and I don't even know it. But I do know it. Whatever. Let's start the Super Stack Show right now. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for allowing me into your morning routine like you do every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday here on the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast, even though it's a Tuesday. Yes, we had some technical difficulties and delays on yesterday's episode, so today it's coming out for you nice and fresh. Nice and fresh. Anyway, talk about fresh. Let's talk about the fresh gear that is coming courtesy of 3fallsbrand.com. My homies, Three Falls Brand, are doing big things. The best rock and wrestling merchandise on the planet. And now, the home of the Wrestling DeLorean merchandise. If you want to support the Wrestling DeLorean podcast, cop the merchandise at ThreeFallsBrand.com. Here's the CEO and co-founder, Mean Gene. Tell them what Three Falls Brand is about. Hey, listeners. This is Mean Gene of Three Falls Brand. Are you a fan of wrestling? Are you also a fan of rock music? If so, check out ThreeFallsBrand.com for all your WrestlePunk merch. 
We've got tons of wrestler and band mashup designs to choose from, whether it be RVD and Black Sabbath, Atsushi Onita and the Lower Class Brats, Doink the Clown and the Addicts, or Mortis and the Misfits. We've got you covered. Also, follow us on Instagram at 3FallsBrand. Again, check us out at 3FallsBrand.com and on Instagram at 3FallsBrand. Thanks, and continue enjoying this episode of the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast. Now, I was here on Friday, and I was saying that on SmackDown, we're going to have a unification match between the Usos and RK-Bro, but I don't see it ending with a clean finish. They're probably going to have the rematch for the real unification match at Hell in a Cell. There's no way they do this on the live SmackDown. Blah, 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 blah. Boy, was I wrong. Because we now have new SmackDown and Raw Tag Team Champions. Undisputed. And that goes to the ones, the bloodline, the Usos. Acknowledge them. All right, let me calm down. Let me calm down. Listen, I don't know why there is so much hate right now about the Usos winning that matchup. I know people really love RK-Bro. Shit, I love RK-Bro. But I'm going to tell you this right now. The, The image of... The bloodline laying waste to everybody at the end of SmackDown. Chaos erupting, fucking everybody's laid out, and all you got is the bloodline standing tall, and they got all the gold. That was an image that really set the scene for what is to come. I think right now, the bloodline is a top contender for one of the greatest factions of the modern era. I know you had the Shield. Yeah, the Shield was dominant. The Shield still may be one of the best. The Shield may be the best of the modern era factions, but God damn, the Bloodline is making a real, real strong case for being that top spot. Raw and SmackDown World Heavyweight Champion, Roman Reigns. Raw and SmackDown Tag Team Champions, the Usos. Where do they go from here? We know that Roman Reigns is going to be taking some time off. And he's going to have a more uh, he's going to have a more easier schedule. Let's just say not easier, but it seems like he's going to be wrestling less dates, more of a limited schedule. It also seems like the Usos are getting stronger and stronger. It's going to be interesting to see what happens. Who's going to dethrone Reigns? Who's going to dethrone the Usos? If the rumors are true, and we are getting. Rock versus Reigns at WrestleMania next year for the title? Bruh. I am all for it. I, I, I just... I don't know why there's so much hate. You know, I was on the Circle of Debate. Shout out to Circle of Debate. My homie Ivan, my homie Matt Callis. You know what I mean? I, I was on their show last Thursday, and we talked about how wrestling fans just hate to hate, and, and it's so fucking true. You know what I mean? People, people were complaining about how WWE does things too fast and everything feels so rushed. We need long-term story building. Is there a better example of long-term story building than the Bloodline's dominance on top? Look, I hate the WWE when things go bad. And I, I, I'm over here. I'm always talking shit about them. But, bro, when they do something right, they do something right. I hear people saying that SmackDown sucked. I have a question. Houseway. 
Because if you ask me, that SmackDown was lit. You had the bloodline get real heat at the end. I'm talking about heat. I'm talking about old school heat. There was children crying in the crowd when the bloodline took out Randy Orton and Matt Riddle. There was little kids crying in the crowd. When was the last time you saw little kids crying because of professional wrestling? When was the last time you saw that type of heat? The people were booing the shit out of the bloodline, out of the building. The visual of them laying waste and having just pure chaos and destruction all over the arena. And they're just one standing up top of a pile of bodies holding up the goal. No contender in sight. Bro, the WWE is doing aye for themselves right now. They're doing aye for themselves. Like I said, I definitely could see the Usos rematching. Like I, I, I said last week that I think that we're going to see Usos versus RK Bro inside Hell of a Cell. I still see that coming. I can see that match rematching at the pay-per-view. But I don't see the Usos losing. And I don't see Reigns losing for a long, long time. Nor do I want him to. There's a lot of people who are sick and tired of this title reign. We are witnessing history. We are witnessing a title reign that is probably one of the best title reigns in the last 10 years. I know a lot of people want to bring up, you know, oh, what about CM Punk's uh, 434-day title reign? That was a good title reign, but CM Punk was not really the marquee talent on the show for a lot of that title reign. I specifically remember while CM Punk was the champion, a lot of that title reign, he was not even in the main event. John Cena was main eventing against John Laurinaitis. Think about that. People power uh, versus John Cena in the main event while CM Punk was in the mid card as the WWE champion. There's never been a title. Well, I can't say never, but in the modern era, you know, we haven't seen someone this dominant for this long and with no end in sight. You know, a lot of the times we see title reigns where it's like, oh, well, we know where it's going and we know who's probably going to dethrone the champion, right? We, we see like, oh, well, we know that this is just leading to this guy to hold the title or, oh, you know, we, we know this is just leading to Brock Lesnar to come back. That's, that's not the case here. Roman Reigns has put on a historic title reign. The character... Everything about it has just been mwah, chef kiss. So I don't know why people hate to hate. People just hate to hate. And I hate when haters hate to hate. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't know why people are shitting on SmackDown. I thought SmackDown was dope. I like that they actually gave this away to... That's another thing. I like that they gave this shit for free. It makes SmackDown must watch. I see motherfuckers saying, well, why wasn't this at the pay-per-view? This shit should have been on the pay-per-view. Why would you complain about getting free title matches? Oh, I want to pay for it. What the fuck? <laughs> why would you not want to see this shit for free? People always saying that the WWE product is boring. So they put on a marquee main event quality match on SmackDown. 
a huge match, a historic match that's going to unify the tag team titles. And people are all like, oh, that should be on the pay-per-view. Why are you showing it on SmackDown? Dude, what? I don't know. A lot of shit don't make sense to me. But, but, I enjoyed SmackDown. And I gave it a 4.5 out of 5 for the simple fact that that main event was fucking epic. And not only was it epic, but that shit generated real heat. Little kids was crying. That's all I got to say. That's all I got to say. When we come back from this commercial break, we're going old school. We're talking about Monday Night Raw. Raw is war from March 24th, 1997. It is the Raw after mania. And there's a lot of shit that went down. And we're going to talk all about it. When we come back. Protesters and supporters alike are lined up outside the United States Supreme Court this afternoon as a decision in the most hotly debated case in years is set to be delivered. From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade. Sir, I graduated the top quarter of my class. We just, just don't have a spot for you. Starring Maya Hawk as 26-year-old lead attorney Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee William H. Macy as Supreme Court Justice Harry Blackman. My chief qualification being I'm uncontroversial. You know how we both ended up on the Supreme Court? Politics. Damn right. This may be the longest of shots, but it's also the last chance for a lot of women. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. I'm trying to get you to stand for something, man. Now go to it. Listen to Supreme, the battle for Roe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Protesters and supporters alike are lined up outside the United States Supreme Court this afternoon as a decision in the most hotly debated case in years is set to be delivered. From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade. Sir, I graduated the top quarter of my class. We, we just, just don't have a spot for you. Starring Maya Hawke as 26-year-old lead attorney Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee William H. Macy as Supreme Court Justice Harry Blackman. My chief qualification being, I'm uncontroversial. You know how we both ended up on the Supreme Court? Politics. Damn right. This may be the longest of shots, but it's also the last chance for a lot of women. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. I'm trying to get you to stand for something, man. Now go to it. Listen to Supreme, the battle for Roe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
gentlemen like we always do here on the wrestling glory podcast week in and week out we go old school we go back in time in our delorean and we're going to be talking about the wwf raw raw is war from march 24 1997 it is the raw after wrestlemania and it set the table for a lot of historic shit to come in 1997 we're setting up the continuation of the feud between hbk and bret hart the babyface turn of Stone Cold Steve Austin, and the title reign of The Undertaker. We're going to talk all about that right now. WWF Raw is War, March 24th. The Raw after WrestleMania. And boy, did this feel like one. Because at this time, you know, the Raw after WrestleMania wasn't really considered the best Raw of the year. That's something that really came more in the modern days. But... This Raw after WrestleMania definitely set the table for what's to come in 1997. And I think that it definitely played its role of being a fresh start, a new chapter. You know, WrestleMania was the bookend of the year. And this is how we're going to start fresh. There's a lot of new things, new moving parts. And we're talking all about that right now. Start off hot with a tag team title match. It is the Headbangers who earned their shot 24 hours ago at WrestleMania. They're going against the tag team champions, the British Bulldog and Owen Hart. During the matchup, we hear from the Legion of Doom, and they said that they're next in line to get a tag team title shot. During the matchup, Owen Hart and the British Bulldog continue to have miscommunication. During the match, also Owen Hart walked off on his partner, leaving the British Bulldog to wrestle in the handicap match. Reluctantly, Owen Hart comes back. The match is thrown out when the British Bulldog and Owen Hart start fighting and brawling with each other. Shit gets really heated. We have a pull apart. Owen and Bulldog was a combustible element waiting to just explode the last couple weeks. Well, more like the last couple months. So this was bound to happen. Owen Hart said that he should have been the champion, the European champion. And he wants to face British Bulldog for that European champion next week. But he also feels like the British Bulldog is a coward and won't give him the shot. But the British Bulldog does agree to the matchup. So we have that for next week. The European title will be on the line between two partners, maybe former partners now, Owen Hart and the British Bulldog. Next, we see Mankind backstage, and he, he he's, he's stressed out. You know what I mean? Mankind is in the corner. He's rocking back and forth. He's pulling his hair out being real depressed, you know what I mean? And it's not because he lost the tag team title match at WrestleMania. It's because he said that Uncle Paul is gone. Paul Bear has left him, and he's begging Uncle Paul to come back. Come back. Come back, Uncle Paul. Come back. Anyway, we also got Bart Gunn versus Hunter Assembly on the show. We have an interview with Goldust. It is announced that next week, Goldust versus uh, Triple H will have a rematch from their WrestleMania matchup, but this time China and Marlena are not going to be ringside. No one is allowed ringside, so we're going to get a one-on-one. They're going to shoot the fair one next week. We then get a sit-down between Rocky Maivia and Rocky Johnson, and let me tell you why this was really cool for me. I just finished seeing season two of Young Rock literally right before I saw the show. So to see Rocky Maivia and Rocky Johnson sit down and, you know, I mean, just show love to each other, I thought that was really cool and ironic. Also, it was ironic that the next matchup, we have the Brooklyn Brawler, who was also in Young Rock, played by Coke Cabana. Shouts to Coke Cabana. 
You know what I mean? One of the reasons why I'm doing podcasting is because of Colt Cabana. You know, I don't think a lot wrestling podcasters. This is this is a little bit of off topic, but wrestling podcasters don't show Colt Cabana the type of respect that that man deserves. Because the first wrestling podcast I ever remembered is The Art of Wrestling by Colt Cabana. I heard every single episode of that fucking show. And that is why I'm doing what I'm doing right now. So, big shout out to Colt Cabana. Without you, there is no me. Anyway, speaking of the Brooklyn Brawler, the Brooklyn Brawler is going against Flash Funk. For some reason, the Honky Tonk Man is on commentary and he is very fucking angry. He's just screaming the whole time, like, Oh, the Honky Tonk Man would never, he, he would never come out with dancing girls like, like, like Flash Funk. And Flash Funk, he's just a flash in the pan. That's why he's called Flash. He will never be better than the Honky Tonk Man. Like, are we really going to have a Honky Tonk Man versus Flash Funk match in 1997? I hope not. I don't know why the Honky Tonk Man is even part of the show. He does commentary once in a while, and he sounds like he's always going to get involved, but he never gets involved, and he's not a part of any storyline. So what's the point of having Honky Tonk on the show? Two Colt Scorpio would beat Honky Tonk Man's ass, by the way. So if he does want to go that route, I don't know if it's going to end well for the Honky Tonk Man. Can't believe we're talking about the fucking Honky Tonk Man in 2022. But anyway, we next get an interview with Ken Shamrock. He says that during the matchup, he never heard Austin quit, but he had to end the matchup because Steve Austin did pass out at WrestleMania 13 in their historic bout. He says that Austin is one of the toughest men that he ever met. And that's that's saying a lot, being that Ken Shamrock came from the UFC. And not just the UFC. It's not the UFC that we know it now. He came from the days where it was barbaric. No rules. No holds barred. The early days of the UFC was violent. You know what I mean? And Ken Shamrock was one of the stars of that era. So, with that being said, if he says that Stone Cold Steve Austin is one of the world's toughest son of a bitches... Better take that shit to the bank. You know what I mean? Now, hour two of Raw starts hot. This is where shit really starts to get crazy. Bret the Hitman Hart comes out. Bret Hart starts to apologize, but not to America. Not to Americans. He says all his fans in Europe, Japan, the Middle East, Africa, especially his fans in Canada and all over the world, he says that I apologize. But to the fans of America, I don't apologize for nothing. He says that no matter how much he tries, when he beat Steve Austin, he feels like he lost because of the lack of respect that the American audience gave him. Brett's going on a full-blown heel turn here. We, we saw signs of a heel run, or a heel turn, I should say, at Mania 13. But this is full-blown. My man has gone to the other side. You know what I mean? He's walking the dark side. I ain't talking taker. Anyway, this all started, he says, last year at Mania. He says that the WWF needed a role model. So he chose to be the role model, but people instead want to cheer the boy toy. The guy who poses for girly magazines, and this is not what I say. This is what, what Brett says. He says, quote-unquote, he doesn't even think that they're girly magazines. He thinks that they're more gay magazines. That Shawn Michaels posed naked for. But he said that that's who the WWF fans wanted to be their role model. This guy who's posing naked in girly magazines. He says that he came back to the WWF to clean it up. Says that maybe he should have quit after the Royal Rumble when he won the matchup and they still rewarded it to Stone Cold Steve Austin. 
But then, you know what? They make him happy. They announce that the final four at In Your House. And he wins the WWF champion. Bret Hart's happy. But then the next night, he gets screwed by Stone Cold Steve Austin and loses the title to Psycho Sid. And he said, guess what? I was booed, even though I was screwed. And you guys cheered for Psycho Sid beating me for that title. He says, then we go to the cage. I get my rematch. We go to the cage. It's me and Psycho Sid in the cage. A week before WrestleMania. And what happens? Stone Cold sticks his nose in his business again. The Undertaker gets involved. Slams the cage on his head. He gets screwed once more. And then he said that it hurt him the most because the American fans did not give a shit about it. He says America doesn't know how to have dignity and class like him. They'd rather cheer for Charles Manson and O.J. Simpson. The USA fans don't respect him, and in return, he don't respect them back. The American wrestling fans could kiss his ass. That's the words of Bret Hart. But out comes Shawn Michaels, the boy toy that he was just talking about. Shawn Michaels says that Bret can say whatever he wants about him. He, it's nothing that he hasn't heard before. But the fans of the WWF, the fans of America have the right to cheer and boo whoever they want when they pay their ticket for a mission. Now, Shawn Michaels was also getting booed. I remember talking about on this podcast, I was saying how Psycho Sid was getting cheers over Brett and Shawn. Shawn Michaels was getting booed in Madison Square Garden. Shawn Michaels was getting booed on Raw. And Psycho Sid was getting cheered. Stone Cold Steve Austin was getting cheered. This is the age of the anti-hero. Stone Cold was flipping off, you know, Vince McMahon and everyone was cheering. Bret Hart's like, yo, I'm trying to walk the straight line and people are booing me. Why is that? But as Bret Hart continues to cry about it, Shawn Michaels didn't. So that's where the feud continued to happen. Shawn Michaels says that if Bret wants to go, let's go now. He says, America has a little thing called the Constitution and the Amendments and the Bill of Rights and... The Americans have the First Amendment right to boo and cheer whoever they want. So if you don't like America, leave it. Bret Hart tells Sean to get out of his face and says, by the way, wait, Sean says, by the way, Brett, how do you know that was a girly magazine? You had to go cop the newest gay magazine and read page after page because you couldn't help yourself. Bro, 97 was wild back then. People was bugging back then with these promos. But anyway, this makes Sean, I mean, this makes Bret Hart snap. Bret Hart couldn't help himself anymore. He attacks Shawn Michaels. He attacks the injured leg of Shawn Michaels, putting him in the figure four. This leads to Psycho Sid coming out and making the save. Sid had a bone to pick because Bret Hart screwed him last night at WrestleMania, causing The Undertaker to capitalize and win the WWF champion. Psycho Sid, who also feuded with Shawn Michaels, looks like he still has respect for Shawn Michaels and maybe still, you know, we'll see a Shawn Michaels-Psycho Sid reunion. But right now, Sid just wants a piece of Bret Hart's ass. Crazy-ass segment. Crazy-ass segment. Bret Hart went from, I'm getting screwed to screw you. Bret Hart did a full heel turn. And this is the first time we see Bret Hart as a heel since his Hart Foundation days. The original Hart Foundation with Jimmy Hart and Jim Anvil Neidhart back in the 80s. So it is really fresh to see a heel Bret Hart. Because he was one of like the last of the new era, the uh, new generation era that was still... You know, trying to be pure 
But this is not a pure time. Like I said, this era of WWF, this is the pre-attitude era. Right before we go into the attitude era, this is the era of the anti-hero. Stone Cold Steve Austin gets more cheers flipping somebody off than Bret Hart doing technical wrestling. Shawn Michaels gets more cheers saying suck it than Bret Hart giving his glasses to little children to make them happy. This is the attitude ever, bro. And now Bret Hart's starting to realize that. So he said, I can't even save the WWF. So you know what? Fuck the WWF. I'm going to do what I want to do. So it's going to be really interesting. Speaking of Bret doing what he wants to do, next we have a matchup, non-title matchup, Rocky Maivia versus Leaf Cassidy, a.k.a. What does everybody want? Al Snow. Rock wins the matchup quite convincingly. But afterwards, just for the fuck of it, Bret Hart comes out and he attacks Rocky Maivia, goes after Rocky's knee. Bret Hart has completely taken over the show. He's then, uh, what's called, pulled to the back by security. He's just lost it. Next, we got Ahmed Johnson versus Savio Vega. Ahmed Johnson wins the matchup. That was technically the main event. Raw ended pretty weirdly because it looked like they ran out of time. I can tell you why. That Bret Hart segment was like, 25 minutes that shit ran real long so that probably ran over its time because the ending of raw has the introduction of the new wwf champion the undertaker he makes his way out to the ring taker says that the dark days are here he thanks sid for being a man and having the courage to step in the ring with him at wrestlemania but then we see mankind come on the screen he wants paul bear to come back paul bear comes out and he says undertaker you know I, I, no one knows you more than I know you. And it looks like Paul Bear's going to try to get back in Undertaker's good graces, but then they go off the air. And we don't know where the fuck this goes. So, great Raw, but ended really, really confusingly. So, I, I don't know. I feel like that has to take a couple notches down. I gave this Raw a 4 out of 5 stars, though. It really set the table for what's to come, and I'm excited for what's to come. Really dope Raw. Great character development by... Uh, Bret Hart great things to look forward to next week we got the Legion of Doom coming up for a title reign we have Owen Hart versus Bret Hart not Owen Hart versus Bret Owen Hart versus the British Bulldog next week we have Triple H versus Goldust next week nobody allowed at ringside we'll be talking all about that next week here on the Wrestling DeLorean podcast but we come back from this commercial break got a lot of news and updates for me personally not even in the wrestling news you know, just appearances and shit that I got coming up that I want to give a shout out to. We'll talk all about that when we come back. How powerful is Cox Internet? So powerful that one day, your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players right from your backyard. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions apply. From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade. Starring Maya Hawke as 26-year-old lead attorney, Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee, William H. Macy, as Supreme Court Justice, Harry Blackman. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. Listen to the podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Welcome back to the show, ladies and gentlemen. Like I said, I got a lot of shit coming up this week. A lot of shit coming up this week. So I'm going to give them all a shout out right now. This Thursday, 8.30 Eastern, I'm going to be back on Off the Top Rose Podcast. Shout out to my homie Blackheart. And I'm coming for that crown. It is the WrestleNary season finale. It is the winner's circle. And your boy won last week. So I'm going to be going against all the other winners from this week, well, from this season. And I'm going to take the championship round home. Hopefully. Shout out to everybody. Everybody down with uh, Off the Top Ropes podcast. Shout out to Blackheart. Shout out to all the other contestants on the WrestleNary this uh, Thursday. But also, this Thursday, 11 o'clock Eastern, I'm going to be on the Circle of Debate. I was on there last week. Had a hell of a time. Great show. Shout out to my homie Matt Callis. Shout out to my homie Ivan. You know what I mean? Good brothers. I appreciate them. We're going to be doing a double or nothing prediction show. Because this this Sunday, AEW's back on pay-per-view. Speaking of AEW, tomorrow night on Twitch, the boys will be doing a live stream. AEW Dynamite on Twitch. We're going to be doing a watch party. The watch parties are lit. You want to join. I know you do. So hit that follow button on Twitch at The Wrestling DeLorean and check out, join us, and have fun watching AEW as a community. Ladies and gentlemen, what we always do, we'll be back here on Wednesday and Friday with the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast. Available wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. If you don't already, follow on Instagram at Wrestling DeLorean Pod. Follow on TikTok at Wrestling DeLorean Pod. Follow on Twitter at W underscore DeLorean Pod. A lot of people want to know how to support the podcast. I can tell you how to support the podcast. You go to threefallsbrand.com and you copy yourself some Wrestling DeLorean Podcast merchandise. Three Falls Brand, the best rock and wrestling merchandise on the planet. Ladies and gentlemen, I will catch you tomorrow on Switch. I love you guys. Thank you for riding with the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast. Disney Plus, Hulu, and ESPN Plus. This fall, the Disney Bundle has all the action. Holy smokes! Watch live NFL and college football games on ESPN Plus. On Disney Plus, there's Loki Season 2. It's on its way. And Ahsoka. Buckle up. And on Hulu, you can watch The Boogeyman and Welcome to Wrexham. Oh my God, the expectation. All of these and more streaming this fall with the Disney Bundle. Blackouts and restrictions apply. 18 plus only. Access content from each service separately. Offer valid for eligible subscribers only. Terms apply. Expressing your love can look many different ways. And with the right jewelry gift from Blue Nile, it can truly sparkle. Blue Nile's collection of classic diamond jewelry makes for the kind of gift that speaks volumes without saying a single word. Or switch things up with a sapphire piece sure to spark conversation. Either way, Blue Nile's diamond guarantee ensures you get the highest quality at the best price. Express yourself with Blue Nile, the original online jeweler, at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com.